Uh, this is so hard. If you've been feeling like it's really hard to get things done, you're not alone in this epi. I talk about why overwhelm slash freeze mode is actually productive sometimes and what I do and how I get things done when the world is on fire and newsflash, the world is always on fire. Uh, welcome. <laughs> I will dig into all of that good stuff, but I just wanted to say hi. Uh, this is Becca calling in from my blanket fort on my bed. I guess I'm recording, not calling in, but I'm grateful to be with you while the world is on fire. Thank you for tuning in to Not Too Productive. So before I dive into getting shit done while the world is on fire, I want to talk about what we typically don't think as productive is actually productive, and it's going to relate to this topic. So a lot of folks don't feel including myself, like crying or feeling frozen in indecision or just feeling stuck and overwhelmed about the world or about things happening in our life is not productive. A lot of us say it's a waste of time. And I want to share that for me, it is always productive for me to cry. Every single time that I cry or I'm frozen and overwhelmed and I tune into my feelings and I let them out that is so productive for me and it's not about just like getting the feelings out of the way so I can keep going it's like I'm spending my time and doing the things that matter and are important to me which is attuning to how I feel and what's happening in my body and my mind and my heart and if you've never read burnout by emily nagowski this is part of the stress cycle without crying without feeling stuck and overwhelmed and having that moment where you feel like you can't breathe um and then attuning and taking care of yourself without doing that like we stay frozen we stay stuck and that is where the overwhelm and freeze mode really starts to to feel like a waste of time for a lot of us. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago when Israel and Palestine events occurred, the beginning of this situation, this most recent situation in the Middle East, I hosted a free circle, healing circle called Meltdown Monday. And I talked more about this in there and, you know, just summarizing it here. It is so important to complete the stress cycle. It's so important to let us melt down and not have everything together and just let it out and let it, let ourselves cry and be frozen and be stuck and feel like shit. Feeling like shit is productive sometimes. So if you need permission to feel like shit and cry and have a meltdown, I don't need to give you permission. <laughs> give yourself permission to do that. And if you need someone external to say you have permission, you have my permission, you have my blessing, you have my encouragement uh, in having a meltdown. I love, I think I'm just going to like coining the term meltdown Mondays because every Monday while I love Mondays most of the time, sometimes there's just so much and I freeze and I want to have a meltdown. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, crying, feeling our feelings, 
not usually seen as something productive in our society. To me, it's extremely productive. It's extremely helpful. It's extremely cathartic. It is so important for me to attune to how I feel. And then I keep going. I keep flowing and being human. So today, you know, I want to start this by saying I am an imperfect human. And this episode is not for folks directly in the fire. This is about my process and what I do and sort of my thoughts on how to get shit done while the world is on fire, not your world, right? So if you're directly in the fire, your process or getting stuff done for surviving will look a lot or a little different. You're in survival mode and honestly, fuck trying to do the most like or anything. Just take care of yourself and your family, your loved ones like that is 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 it another sort of thing I want to share is since 2016, since I was 21, (laughs) I just aged myself. I'm 28. The world has been on fire, honestly, for me. And before that, I wasn't paying attention. That's why I didn't feel like the world was on fire. But I've been paying attention since the 2016 election, maybe even a little bit before that. And the world is just always on fire. So this conversation isn't new. It's sort of like when the new event or something, you know, a new fire breaks out, that's when everything stops and we this is sort of what this conversation is, but this conversation is relevant and important all of the time. If you are empathetic and aware and conscious of what is happening in the world, you will know already that the world is always on fire. And if you don't feel like that, maybe there's a part of you not paying attention. And that's okay. Like I, I want to also say that I don't consume the news. I don't have a news app. I don't have a TV Uh, My partner tells me when important fires break out in the world, but I am so sensitive. Like I am really, really sensitive. And whenever I turn on the news, I am in it. And so if there's a part of you not paying attention or not wanting to pay attention, I don't blame you. It's really intense and really scary. And uh, like I said, the world is just always on fire. So when do we take care of us? When do we rest? When do we get things done in our life? Like there's a part of us that needs to not pay attention in order to go in. And so again, this conversation, I really want to bring this duality here. And that's why this feels so hard. It's because it feels like we have to take care of us as like bodies and brains and humanness. We have to take care of our lives and our people and our jobs and our survival out in the world and we also have to take action and like make the world a little bit less on fire put out some fires take action and and making this world a better place for us all and so it's like how i started this episode oh this is so hard like it is so hard to get shit done when the world is on fire aka all the time it's just hard to get shit done if you again feel like that you're not alone and there's no magic solution. It's all dependent on you. And that is where holistic time coaching really comes into play here for me is like there's five levels of being human 
and how they impact us and our time and behavior. It's our mind, our emotions, our body, our spirit, our heart, and environment, those five levels. Those are the five levels that I help my clients look at when it comes to how they manage their time, how they get things done, how they live, how they are being in the world. And so this one here that we're talking about is environmental. So how our environment, the things that we don't have control over impact us, relationships, seasons, weather, society, culture, the state of the world, that's that's the environmental level. And most of the time, like I said, we don't have control over it. And so how do we still take into account our mind, body, spirits, what we do have control over, and also make the environment a little bit more safe for each other and a little bit more inhabitable and a little bit more cooler since the world is the analogy the world is on fire how do we put the fires out together um so i wanted to share my process this is when the world when a new fire pops up this is what happens to me in my life and um, notice as I share what you experience, what your process is like, what you resonate with, what you might not resonate with, like just just notice what comes up as I share this. So when I do find out, again, I don't really have news. I don't have a TV, I don't watch the news. So when I find out either through, you know, online somewhere or through my partner, there's a freeze mode, there's a shock mode, there's a overwhelm, like, oh my God, like I, I freeze, I'm, I'm frozen. And there's sort of a denial or a disbelief. So I keep going about, you know, my life for, you know, a couple of days or up to a week or two. And I'm just like going and then it finally hits me <laughs> and I'm doom scrolling and I'm seeking out the news. When I'm seeking out the news, that's when I know I'm really in like a overwhelm, sort of apathetic state. I'm just like doom scrolling and I can't stop. And I am seeing a, a ton of horrible videos and images and also learning, right? Part of, I, I wouldn't say doom scrolling alone. I also learn. And so I, start just wanting to seek all of the information. And I spend a ton of my day, a ton of time um, absorbing, taking in, which adds a lot to, to my freeze mode because I'm like, oh my God, there's so much happening. I don't even know where to start, what to do. And another thing that happens eventually at some point is it gives me perspective on my life, on stressors, on like, you know, my to-do list, on my schedule. And again, maybe paired with apathy a little bit. I'm like, fuck it all. Honestly, I'm like, none of this really matters. What matters is what's happening in this fire. And I need to figure out what to do about it. And, um, it also helps me remember that life is short and how I spend my time is important. And so there is sort of like this interesting perspective shift that happens when um, we see pain and suffering in the world. And the next part of my process or this, this cycle is 
I usually like delete a ton of things. I'm like, okay, I, you know, I have this project and this project and this project that I put on my plate for this month or this quarter. And I'm like, screw it. None of this matters. Like I, I go bare minimum in my work and in my life and my projects. I'm like, okay, what is the absolute bare minimum that I need to do? Take care of myself, take care of my clients, done. I, I go bare, I like delete a ton of things and I'm like, this isn't actually um, all that important right now. It might be important again one day, but it's not all that important right this moment. And I really emphasize care for myself. I really, really, really check in with my capacity. I check in with, you know, a capacity in a holistic way. So mind, body, spirit, capacity. Um, and through this cycle of like deleting things and going bare minimum and taking care and checking in with my capacity, I identify what my role is in this fire. Maybe I'm not directly, you know, related to the fire. Maybe I'm sort of on the outskirts and, you know, in humanity or in this culture or in this war, in this event. Um, and I identify which actions are important and realistically sustainable for me to take for that specific event. Um, is it learning? Is it donating? Is it protesting? Is it, uh, you know, maybe just checking in with my clients that are more directly related to the fire. Uh, you know, I identify and I, I seek out information about actions to take, which actions are right for me and my capacity in my life. And because I've deleted and minimized the rest of the work, the rest of my to-do list and my projects, I then have the capacity and the time to take action to help maybe put out the fire in any way that I can. And then part of this cycle is the mental work. And so the mental work here for me is to reassure myself that work, these projects that maybe I've put on the back burner, I've deleted, I've pushed to later, that they'll be there. And that it's okay to do less right now. With the caveat that my needs are taken care of and that I'm, you know, making enough money to survive and not go into my own sort of like survival mode, right? That's really important. That again, that goes back to the capacity. What do I have the capacity to delete and let go of and replace with fire putting out actions? <laughs> I'm gonna name it. Um, I also have to reassure myself that it's okay to do things, to work, to spend time, you know, working with clients, to go back to some sort of world where maybe there is a little bit of denial, maybe there isn't like the fire in my consciousness all day every day because that is exhausting that is draining that's not going to um, put out the fire just thinking about it all day and so I have to remind myself it's okay to do things that remind me that I am safe that I am okay that um, I am doing my best I am doing enough and so there is a bunch of mental work that goes into this as well like how to get shit done when the world is on fire there's a lot of reassuring 
that needs to happen and like sort of even unlearning or deconditioning when it comes to our minds. You know, I've seen a lot of people over the last month be like, I can't work. I can't post. I can't do anything. And like that freeze mode, that frozen overwhelm mode doesn't turn into that reassurance, doesn't turn into like this process that I've laid out, which is prioritizing perspective, prioritizing, deleting, um, and then reassurance. So that's what my process look like, looks like. Again, I cycle through it. So I don't do this perfectly. Sometimes I'm in freeze mode longer. Sometimes I don't do all the bare minimum and I try to do it all and because I'm working on a project that I love or, you know, some things are happening in my life that I can't delete a bunch of things and go bare minimum in my work. Maybe I need to make money. Maybe, you know, there's something that I can't delete and I try to do it all. And sometimes I burn out and sometimes I, it's really hard to do that mental reassurance that mindset, mental work. Sometimes I have a really hard time taking action, the fire putting out actions. Sometimes, you know, this process is not linear. Like I initially sort of went through it. Maybe it's just, it's not perfect. And sometimes it is all of them all at once. (laughs) And so bare minimum is how I typically approach my life and my to-do list now. Because the world has been on fire forever, but specifically for me when I became conscious of the world being on fire was in 2016. And so since 2016, it has been on fire. And so I've learned that I basically just need to stay in bare minimum mode. What is the absolute bare minimum that I need to do to take care of myself, take care of my my work, my survival, my money, my bills, my life? and take action to make the the world a little bit less hot, less on fire. And that is my perspective on time and, and productivity in general is just like, what is the bare minimum? Hence the not too productive <laughs> podcast title. Um, so uh, the integration questions that I want to share with you today is how can you hold space for nonlinearity, nonlinear process, What expectations can you release? What does the bare minimum look like for you? And how might you carve out time and space to take action on things that will make this world a little bit less on fire? What are your fire putting out actions and how will you carve out time and space to do them? And what is that mental work? What do you need to reassure or say to yourself that will help you take care of you throughout this process? If you are looking for someone to hold your hand through this, if you need help going bare minimum, identifying what is truly important, any fire putting out actions, the mental work, figuring out your own process. I'd love to partner up with you. I'd love to coach with you. And right now through the end of this month, I extended the special deal on a coaching session, on a breakthrough session, because I saw (laughs) that, you know, I felt really stressed and overwhelmed about the Black Friday stuff. And I don't want anyone to feel like they need to 
stress so there's no urgency there is urgency because it's really important it it sucks to stay in freeze mode (laughs) and there's no false urgency of this deal going away before the end of the month so uh, if you want to get support be held in a gentle loving space i'd love to coach with you you can book a session in the show notes i'll put the links there and yeah, I I hope that you are taking care of yourself. I hope that you are taking care of each other and putting out some fires, even no matter how little they are, um, and releasing these unnecessary expectations that we put on ourselves. So sending big hugs and remember, don't be too productive. <laughs>